The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! everyone and welcome to another episode of the three episode podcast we are kicking off the spooky trio this week um by talking about some uh, cryptids um if you don't know what cryptids are they are uh well you know let's uh, talk about it after i introduce the folks so as usual i am your host justin um taking over the reins from john who had it last trio for our uh, our music trio as usual i'm your mc justin to my left, as far as I can see it, is Val. He's right below you, actually. Hi, everybody. Okay. So now I'm looking at the YouTube, so now it's different. Uh, to my left is Steve. Hey, what's up? Morning. His left is Ryan. Oh. And then below him is John, who is making a drink. I'm making a daiquiri. Was Jack making a drink. <laughs> With some simple syrup, I made it at home, boiling water a little bit, half a, half a part. Bingo, good enough. Nice. Is this going to be your new segment? John makes us a drink. I honestly think it should be because it's oh, really cool yeah. that we can. Yeah, I, uh, love I that. actually. So I was on the phone with my boss about an, an hour ago. I'm like, what should I make on the air tonight? Because last week I made a Dutch donkey and I told him about the red ass thing and he didn't like that at all. So thanks, Ryan, for ruining delicious drinks to us. So uh, Japanese rum from Okinawa, a little bit of lime juice. Uh, two parts rum, one part lime juice, half a part uh, simple syrup. Like I said, just some boiling water, a little bit of sugar, and uh, salut. Nice. Very nice, John. Excellent. So we are talking about cryptids um, this week. Uh, and anybody, well, we have uh, Val who just went to the Cryptid Museum. Do you want to tell our listeners what a cryptid is, Val? Since you're so- kind of our, our get, not guest, but you're kind of our, our expert this week. We're all experts. Person yeah, who's well. way too much time thinking about these things. Um, so a cryptid, uh, I mean, someone can look up the definition because I don't know the definition completely, but like it, from my understanding, a cryptid is uh, something in folklore or um, recorded in like written or oral history that is um, a creature of any kind that has not scientifically been proven to be true for a fact or I have the actual definition if you'd like yeah, I was yeah, about to say that I, I have it written down from you know the research that I do before yeah, throw it throw it up <laughs> animals one of presumed us by research. the followers of the cryptozoology pseudoscientific subculture to exist on the basis of anecdotal or other evidence considered insufficient by mainstream science Okay, so so I have cryptids are mainly plants, animals, and other eukaryotes not recognized by the scientific community or thought to be extinct, but some believe they're still alive today. Cryptids are creatures whose existence is based on alleged sightings of varying, varying degrees of supported evidence. So you either believe in some cryptids or you don't. And the, in order for them to be a cryptid, the scientific community as a whole has to be like, no, that's bullshit. So, however, okay. So, however, there are there are cryptids that have. So, 
the whole basis of like the logo of the so I went to the uh, in National Cryptozoology Museum up in Portland um, this weekend, and their their branding was a silicanth, which is a, a huge um, blue fish that was thought to be extinct for like millions of years, and then. Um, so that's why it was considered a cryptid, and but there were sites of it through history, and they just recently have started discovering them again. So it, it went from being a cryptid to an actual animal that's still around. Yeah, uh, I, I have a list of, of cryptids that turned out to be real, too. Um, yeah, oh, cool, sweet. Like so, the platypus? That's one that's up there. <laughs> the platypus is a fun story if you want to get into platypi. I just feel like God threw all the spare parts onto a platypus. They're like, we got a beak. And he's got like, this weird tail. I guess we'll make him lay eggs and oh, venom. We want uh, venom. Yeah, okay, uh, I'm going to quickly tell the fun version, like the fun short version of the platypus tale. So the platypus tale starts with the colonization of Australia. And of course they sent the scientists down there to go and look around at the natural biology. And he ended up stumbling upon a uh, platypus. And he sent back a report describing this back to England. And everybody in England was like, dude, you're fucking high or some shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) So he was like, no, fuck you guys. I saw this thing. It exists. It's a real thing. They were like, well, all right, go get us one. And he was like, okay. And he went back down to Australia and he went and he got a got one but since preservation wasn't like that good of a thing by the time he got it back to england it was a shitty little specimen basically and everybody that came and saw it from the scientific community was like dude you just took a duck and you took a fucking beaver and you just you just tied it all together you think we think you're right and he was like no fuck you guys they're real (laughs) So that is like that's a huge part of why the cryptid community is like kind of considered like you know it, why it creates so much skepticism because hoaxing in crypto cryptozoology is like super prevalent. Um, uh, what's that? There's like the something mermaid. There's a there was I mean everybody's seen those like the the old picture of like it was it looked like a like a woman skeleton with like a mermaid tail and it turned out to be like somebody sewed a monkey onto a fish or something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's the episode of the simpsons where an angel falls to the earth and everyone is like oh my god we gotta repent we gotta repent and lisa's super duper like not into it and it turns out to just be like a statue for like the local shopping mall <laughs> <laughs> yep oh god hey, Such- real quick do you guys want to hear another fun little australia story Sure. Okay. Australia is the only country to lose a uh, war against birds. Yep. The the Great Emu War. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things from history. So you, you want to know what really common animal was a cryptid uh, before 1860? Fox. The gorilla. Ah. Yeah. The gorilla was a cryptid before 1860. There's an adventurer that came back uh, from the jungles of Africa and wrote about these giant hairy beasts. And everyone was like, nah, you're smoking some crack. We don't believe you. Well, that and, makes uh, well, well, that was medicine back then, though, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's where the whole King Kong thing came from. 
was like yeah. the, oh this amazing creature like nobody believed that it exists kind of thing um except for that is an exaggerated story about a, a much bigger which again king kong himself could be a encrypted like uh justin do you have that list of like the different kinds of like the different categories of cryptids yeah according to wikipedia there's aquatic or semi-aquatic there's terrestrial and then there's winged are the three categories that they have them broken down into okay so like them they fly or they're there they walk yeah how would yep. um how would they group in i guess you know semi-extraterrestrial semi-extraterrestrial um, I, I don't sure. know how to i don't know how to word it any other way but like uh for example my personal favorite cryptid is the flatwoods monster okay which um if you're for the people at home who are unaware it's again it's it's prevalent in like fallout 76 uh it's a west virginia based one located in of all places flatwoods west virginia that's not i don't actually have that up here sorry john i don't have that up here on the wikipedia it's not on the list of cryptids um if you actually look at a picture of it though it kind of looks like a robot like picture the robot from um lost in space okay now give it glowing red eyes and uh actually even better do you remember the 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 pill from osmosis jones yes yes picture like it floats kind of and looks kind of like his upper body Hold on, i'll just, just pull it's, up a page. it's so terrifying like it's the scariest thing that you know it's what something it that what's up what is it called? The Flatwoods Monster. It's, um, this, it's this dude. Let me actually get back on Zoom because I was looking at the... But yeah, it's, yeah, so like, but with glowing red eyes or yep. glowing whatever. Yep. So. He, he's a, he's my scary boy. Yeah, that's a, it. And that's why I say like semi-extraterrestrial because, you know, they're not sure if it's an alien. They're not really sure what it is. If you go down on the actual Wikipedia page, it like kind of shows like a barn owl. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's so many. Okay. So I have um, a few different kinds of like favorite cryptids. Um, so I just read, I just read a book all about like the cryptids and paranormal stuff that goes on in Massachusetts. Um, and I d- took some notes from that. Um, but I also like uh, the, one of the ones in Massachusetts that was like super cool to me was something called uh, the Dover Demon. Oh, and, this thing is terrifying. Okay, so yeah, so are you? That's guys, a no for me, dog. So are you guys <laughs> like? I have two from this book that I like can like slam through really quick if you guys want to hear them. Um, yeah, go ahead. Shot. Okay. So I figured since it was like Massachusetts, you know, I'm from Massachusetts, so I would rep my. Um, rep my state. Um, so Dover is 15 miles southwest of Boston. Um, so the Dover demon was first sighted in 1977. Um, someone driving saw a small creature, like a little bit larger than a dog with large round glowy eyes, like a watermelon shaped head, um, small, like spindly limbs. Um, and like, uh, it was described as like shark skin so like smooth um so if someone wants to pull up uh, the dover demon um done i yeah i don't want to do that i don't want to be scared tonight (laughs) as i google other things so over the course of a few days in dover in 1977 this thing was um uh seen a few times so there was like you know seen the same night again by another a teenager and then the next day around midnight by another couple people um 
And then, so people started to do, cryptozoologists started to do, and like, you know. Fucking, I, God, I hate you. <laughs> no, they start, right, folks at home, just so you know, I have the YouTube up on my TV, <laughs> and I just have a thing staring at me. Me? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to send you guys a, a picture. It's real bad. <laughs> Yeah, watch, watch, if anybody's anybody's listening, go to our YouTube channel and, you know, especially for episodes like this, where I'm sharing a lot of photos so that, you know, we can all see and what, and people that are watching can see, just watch our YouTube videos, just watch the videos themselves. Like we love getting (laughs) podcast views, but you know, if for stuff like this, just watch the YouTube videos. Well, especially because I look the way that I look right now. You want, you want the true. Val's face is awesome. Her makeup is awesome. So if you were listening to this, please pause on Spotify or Anchor, whatever you're listening to it on. Please pause. Go to uh, YouTube, type in the three episode podcast, uh, look for our channel, and then find this video. Or uh, go to our, our uh, go to our website, 3eppodcast.com, and then go to videos. There you go. <laughs> and then you can look at my ridiculous face. Yeah. Um, so- so the the Dover Demon, they uh, investigators started looking into like the town history, and they found a 1914 account of uh, something called a polka, which is in um, they think is a misspelled interpretation of a puka. And a puka is the ancient name for creatures and goblins of the night, also known through different um, European cultures as Fuka, Buka, Polpagan, Puck. And Puck is a character in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, Puki, uh, and so. They think that maybe it could have been something that was cited, like a mythological creature that was cited around that time and all those, you know, could have been the same kind of creature. The Cree Indians, so someone also saw um, a journal entry in, from 1958. Um, what uh, the fuck? Cree Indians uh, of Eastern Canada having stories of something called the Manigishi, which are little people with round heads and no noses who like to play jokes on travelers. That's not the fucking Dover demon. That's, hey, that's, that's what comes up when you Google it. Oh my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> um, so was it was it the thing on its hands and knees? I'm about to see it right now on YouTube. I'm not terrible. looking. Oh. It's terrible. You don't want to. So people uh, who were skeptics thought it possibly could have been a wet dog, a hoax, or the legs of a moose because the legs are really spindly. Um, I just think the Dover Demon is a really cool. It's just like a real. I love the idea of like go doing an investigation and then finding like just decades. Make it go away, please. Weird, I'm scared. Weird little like references to it. Thank Wait, God. John, what did you think was going to happen? Well, we're talking about cryptids. A lot of these cryptids yeah, are and really I'm a little creepy. bitch. You know this. <laughs> Pee-pee-poo-poo, bitch boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the next one, I don't want to. I don't want this yet. I really don't want to bogart this episode because I, I, I want to get it over with so everybody else can just get their shit over with. Um, so I grew up in something called in the corner of something called the Bridgewater Triangle, and it's about 200 square um, miles um, in Massachusetts. Um, I grew up uh, in Attleboro in the corner of Norton, and that's the bottom left corner of what's considered to be the Bridgewater Triangle. And there's been all through the deck, the the past decades, there's been all sorts of different kinds of um, cryptid sightings, paranormal sightings, everything from UFO sightings, disappearances, creature sightings, high rates of accidents, skinwalkers, thunderbirds, mothman, um, alien abductions, alien sightings, um, phantom panthers, um, to the point where they had to do a lion's hunt, something called the Mansfield Mystery Cat, huge black dogs, which could possibly be hellhounds. Um, so, uh, 
So just, just to cut you off for, for a second. So you just mentioned the Phantom. So one of the top 12 most common ones I have were or the Phantom Cats. And when Phantom. I looked up what it was, it's it's really interesting because all the rest of the cryptids are kind of like, um, kind of like, oh, like this weird thing that people swear they say. Phantom Cats are literally just, um, let's say, uh, I, Connecticut. Just tell me it's a kitty. Well, no, it's, it's literally, uh, I saw a panther in Connecticut like that kind of shit it's like phantom cats are literally like seeing giant cats places they're not supposed to be right okay so yeah so there's there's also been sites of um sightings of hairy red chimps and the like chimp like apes in the in the bridgewater triangle and so that's considered a cryptid just because like we don't have chimpanzees in massachusetts it's not something that we see um but the craziest part of this is that so do you have you guys ever heard of like the hawk mock area of massachusetts no. You've, so there's a, there, right around where I live is like called the Hockamock. It's like the Hockamock area. And the reason why it's called that is because the Indian tribe, the local Indian tribe, referred to that area as Hockamako. And the translation of that is full of evil spirits. And so they were referred to as the Hockamock area. Oh, that's that's a wonderful place for white people to come and just start building places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, what we're first going to do is we're going to build a Whole Foods. <laughs> Yeah. Then, well, no, uh, like, whatever else they did on South wait, Park. Wait, what are the Indians saying? What are the Indians saying? I don't know. What, I don't know what they're saying. This place. Hakamako, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying Hakamako in their shape. They're, they're, they're running away. <laughs> I don't know. They're over here saying that, and then you just hear one guy going, Mecca, Lecca, hi, Mecca, honey, honey, ho. <laughs> this is honestly the, the movie Polter. This is like the movie Poltergeist. This is what white people get for doing dumb things. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, so the, uh, uh, there's been a ton of stuff that goes on in the Bridgewater Triangle, um, like, uh, something called Puckwudgies, which are like these little magical creatures from the Wampanoag lore that are associated with Cape Cod, and they're like these little mischievous creatures who are said to like play tricks on or like kidnap, um, uh, the Wampanoag tribe, um, and the Wampanoag people. Um, there's also been a ton of Bigfoot sightings in the Bridgewater Triangle in the 70s and 80s. Um, some of them resulted in like police hunts. Um, yeah, there's just, oh, there's, I said Mothman. Um, there's been also been uh, in the 70s, there was a lot of different um, sightings of like giant snakes. Um, like in 1970, there was a eight foot boa constrictor and 1939, there was sightings of huge snakes. Um, if of Jerry Seinfeld at like the movie theater, he just like, I'm out. And yeah, yeah. that's that's literally about to be me. So, <laughs> I mean, I could see something like a eight foot boa constrictor, like being found. Maybe it like accidentally escaped or some shit, you know, like people <laughs> keep eight foot boa constrictors. That's not right. that big of a like cryptid thing, but like. That weird they, they belong there. thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it varies so, so, so I have a personal theory for it. And like, I'm clearly like, I consider myself to be like an open skeptic, but I also have like a lot of hope that there's like wacky things out there. Um, yeah. I think that like, so I feel like this part of Massachusetts maybe is on one of those like, um, you know those parts of the country that are on like different um, electromagnetic fields that like could possibly open up like wormholes to different dimensions and stuff. If you are like, called, like off- astral lines or something just, like that, I'm I feel just gonna like, go yeah. ahead and just Ley lines. end it because that's terrible. I don't. 
<laughs> Wait, okay. So, so Val, it's, this is this is kind of off subject, but so as you're talking, I decided to look up Bridgewater Triangle, right? And I'm looking at all these things and all these pictures, and there's something that's Please talking don't about post the any. Really no, 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 no. Just this is actually funny, John. Um, I was one of them is talking about the Bridgewater Triangle, like the Indians when they met, like the Indians, and there's uh-huh. an that comes they up for the term Native people. Native people, sorry. Uh, there's this picture that comes up, and just tell me, tell me what's wrong with this picture? Are they all white? They're all white. No, no just look at the handshake. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, no. What, what? what the fuck is he doing with his hand? <laughs> also, um, not to be that guy, but most natives in this area didn't really wear headdresses like that. Well, okay. I, I wasn't any- going for the accuracy of the picture. <laughs> is anybody shocked oh, wow. that we've misrepresented native cultures? <laughs> Nobody's shocked. This? Look how pissed uh, that Indian is. I so. think- Native American, Ryan. God damn it, I just said it. Sorry, right, Native American. Look how pissed he is. No, but look at the handshake. What the fuck are you doing? What is he doing with his hand? Oh, These I'm white telling- folks are dangerous. No, Native Americans <laughs> probably don't. Didn't I don't know. When strange people walk up to me, I don't want to shake their hand. I don't want to. <laughs> I give them the happy. Roman. <laughs> so that's like he's giving them the limp hand? <laughs> yeah. Good for that's him. Strong. <laughs> also, the guy's gun is upside down too. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not out of the ordinary, though, Ryan. That's pretty standard, actually. But these pilgrims probably came right off a boat for that they've been sailing on for two months. They haven't bathed. They smell like an open asshole. They probably they're looking like, for a toilet. They rat shit all over their clothes. I wouldn't want to shake their hand either. <laughs> yeah, but I. <laughs> They're like, I can see your veins through your skin. Why are you so pale? What the fuck? Oh, I love it. I thought. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I grew up in the Bridgewater Triangle, and I feel like that's maybe why I am the way that I am. Well, see, well, it also connects into the story you're telling of, like, that's their badlands, like their evil spirits place. They're like, we'll just sell the white people on the evil spirit <laughs> land over there. I, I was, I was going to say it. that. I was gonna say it's like uh, Indians. Is there anywhere, any way that we can uh, settle somewhere? Yeah, we have empty land over here. What is it called? Uh, Hakamaka. What does that mean? Nice place for white people. <laughs> well, you go. You go live there. It's nice. It definitely doesn't mean that it's full of evil spirits from from a portal to another universe. Uh huh. Oh God. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um. So yeah. So those are my two favorite, um, and then I'll talk a little bit more about stuff um, later because I have some other stuff whenever we. Um, have. Hey, just real quick. Hey, folks at home in the chat on YouTube, which is down there-ish. Yeah. Let us know your favorite cryptid. Yes, that was that was actually that was a uh, question I was going to ask you guys. It was one of the questions that I had queued. I was going to have us talk about the the top twelve that I had. Um, the top 12 most popular, which um, I gave you guys a list so you guys already know this, but just for our listeners, um, it goes Sasquatch, Yeti, Mothman, the Phantom Cats, like we were talking about, uh, the Mongolian Deathworm, which has got to be my favorite name for a cryptid, uh, Thunderbirds, the Mokale Membe, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing that correctly, the Jersey Devil, Chuka Cabra, Loch Ness Monster, Kraken, and then Barmanow, which is Ooh, only one of those needs about tree fitting. What? Only one of them needs about tree fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think that a kraken, like it, 
matters what you're what you're like calling a kraken. Uh, like, so the kraken, like, the kraken that they have up here is the animal is known in Scandinavian folklore as a giant cephalopod-like sea monster. According to Norse sagas, an animal named kraken lives on the seam of Norway and Greenland and frightens nearby sailors. Uh, there's mean, a- it does. <laughs> that's considered like a, or is that something different? So this this is a giant squid that's more giant than giant squids because giant squids used to be up here too until I don't think it was even that long ago that giant squids were thought to be um, folklore as well. They they were thought to be cryptids because giant yeah, squids are no. finding one or two. Like they actually um, found like a tentacle washed ashore or something. That's when they realized that it's possible they can grow right. this big. And that's a lot yeah. of fucking calamari. You know what was yeah. also cryptids? Yeah. My my favorite cryptid that turned out to not be a cryptid was uh, uh, Komodo dragons. There was there was a lot yes. of explorers that came back from. Um, um, why is the, the name of the island chain escaping me? Um, but Galapagos. Galapagos. They came. Thank you, John. They came back from the Galapagos with these writings about these giant dragons, uh, land dragons that had legs, and people are like, "Wow, the crack from the Galapagos must be great," and <laughs> did not believe them until you know there was more documented evidence. So, so wait, tell us about some of the cryptids that are now considered. Uh, like actual animals. So, so the list that I have here of the most well-known ones are the platypus, um, the okapi. Oh, the okapi. Okapi. Sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're so the sweet. Did you really just say okapi as okapi? Oh, look, <laughs> it's an okapi. Dude, Here's how much zoo tycoon did we fucking play as kids for you to goddamn say okapi? Listen. I want to go to the zoo with you and have you point out the fucking okapi. And the leopards. And the <laughs> leons. Oh, he's uh, so little. That one's, yes. got a, that one's got a sweet looking butt. And he got yeah, it does. He and it's looking back at you all naughty and everything. Like, like, like yo. Oh, you looking? You like, looking? Yeah. <laughs> I see you looking. You want some? So, uh, gorillas are up here, Komodo dragons are up here, and then the, uh, bond, bond, I don't know how to fucking, it's a small, huh? Just say it or spell it. Uh, B-O-N-D-E-G-E-Z-O-U. Just put it in the chat, I'll fucking say it terribly for you. There you go. Uh, Someone in the chat. Um, is saying I'm pretty Jessica Marie is saying I'm pretty sure people thought giraffes were considered cryptids at one point which makes oh, per- yeah Jess, that I love you yeah um, I miss you I yeah. miss your Fallout-esque everything Jessica <laughs> thank you for that and your eyebrows look great yeah they do you should genuinely see her when she's all done up like she I'd love to she's so great I love you Jess <laughs> <laughs> so wait I feel like um I feel like the, oh, so the, the silicanth, I have, uh, it's over there, I'm not getting it. Uh, the silicanth is one of those animals that um, was considered, so it's weird because like some of them are, were considered to be cryptids because they went extinct and some were considered to be cryptids because they just look fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, people wrote down because I mean, before there was photographs and stuff, explorers would go to these continents and these countries and they would bring it back to the civilized world, their yeah. writings, and they would write down descriptions of things that they saw. And people, again, were like, What kind of drugs were you smoking? Because that sounds yeah. like nothing. I, I may be mistaken, but I feel as though as one of the Arctic adventurers 
somebody saw a seal and just said it was a it was a water creature and it so jumped onto gonna, the ice and then it disappeared gonna, below and or or polar bears polar well. bears i was i was supposed to say polar bears or something giant white bears were something that i know yeah. were cryptids <laughs> like so narwhal you could kind of understand why a lot of sailors and fishermen have like a ton of weird tales because there's some weird creepy shit in the ocean and in lakes technically too but i mean like there's some weird creepy shit especially from the deep ocean that you pull up like look up a fucking goblin shark yeah. goblin sharks just look like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are those ones that their jaw like comes out of their head? Yes. Yeah. The jaw fully extends out. Well, it's I... like, I mean, related to that, it reminds me of that one bit from uh, that Bill Ingvall used to do about the dork fish. Yeah. And and he'd be like, I'm a dork fish. They caught me with the corn dog. I look like this. <laughs> you know, but, you know, and just does all that. And it's like, I never thought that it could be real. And then I looked up that actual you know, actual fish work. and i'm just like all right i guess it i don't know if this is legit or not because i was like 12 when those guys came out but yeah i mean yeah it was one of those shark goblin shark oh we got to find a video of a goblin shark eating i would <laughs> don't? explain that to me i was like hey <laughs> i just was on a boat for two weeks and i saw an animal whose mouth came out of its body I would probably be like, you've been drinking your own piss, haven't you? <laughs> hey, well, is it necessary? No. But it's <laughs> sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> is it going to kill you? Nah. God damn it. Fucking put that. it up on the screen, Justin. I hate you. What, the goblin shark? <laughs> oh. There's some really fun stuff oh. that uh, ocean explorers still find to this day underneath the oceans, like in the deep parts. There's like shit that I've watched, like I've I think I've recommendation I, I've recommended Ocean X before, uh, uh-huh. or Nautilus. Um, they do a live stream while they're doing their uh, EV vehicle um, dives all the time, so you can watch and then they record everything. Um, and they have a lot of fun stuff that they found, but they found like just at one point they found like just this weird like almost glowing purple mass that just floated past the cameras at one point well they have <laughs> and everybody was like what in the fuck was that thing that's and all nobody knew well they had they had those um the giant tubes i forget what the hell they were called they had the giant tubes well, the internet the what the internet the uh, whatever jumps <laughs> no, the, the giant living tubes that they had that sailors used to turn around and say that they they like pulled up with their nets and they're like there was this giant tube that you know was that was swimming and then we pulled it up and it was like transparent and people are like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about and then they they more recently found they actually got them like on video it's like dude, they can be like twenty to thirty feet long just these giant like. The jelly oh. tube things. Oh yeah, I forget yeah, what the yeah. hell they're called. Um, for the longest so, time, people did not know for real. Like they did not know for sure that those actually existed. So those are really interesting. Those belong to. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about now. And if it's what I'm thinking you're talking about, they're very interesting because they're not actually creatures. They're colonies of creatures. 
Right. Um, and it's actually several different types of creatures that all like sort of form together and they make like almost one whole creature that can like act as a creature on itself. But so in it's, reality, it's all these different creatures connected together in a colony. So it's all like all have different parts. It's it's like a deep sea Megazord. Kind of. <laughs> they're really cool looking. Some of them. Um, um they're called Sifo. What the hell? Uh, I cannot pronounce uh, this. Say it out. Spell it out. Cyclo what? Uh, it's wait one second. Uh, S I, where is it? S I P H O N O P H O N E. Siphonophores. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Oh because they basically siphon things in. Yeah. They're pretty fucking crazy. So, like, I feel like most of the, I feel like most of the deep sea, what, like, we've discovered, like, we, what, we, doesn't somebody say that, like, we've discovered more of the moon than we have about the ocean? Yeah, yeah, we know more about about our alien trio. Yeah, we know more about space than we do about our own ocean. To me, like, I, I feel like, I feel like it makes a ton of sense that people would consider, like, look at, think about, like, oarfish. Those like fish that are like thirty feet long and just have like the long whipping tail. Oh, like, yeah. A hammerhead shark. A hammerhead shark is the derpiest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was like, no, it had like a T, the letter T on its head, and the eyes were on me, and they'd be like, give me some of your drugs. But <laughs> it, I, there's so many different things. Evolution's so weird. But I think because I feel like belief wise, because the ocean is so evolutionarily diverse. But that's kind of what makes me feel more open to cryptids is because like there's so much land that like, yeah, humans are everywhere. But like there's little pockets of land where like, you know, who knows what's hanging out in like mountains or in like, you know, Antarctica or something like that. So that brings me to one of my questions. Um, So in your opinion, which cryptid in the top 12 that we discussed do you think has the best chance of being real? Okay, what was the top 12 again? Um, I said it's in the chat. Yeah, um, I was right. I, I was gonna say you know let's uh, I'm gonna look at this objectively for a moment. Um, so Sasquatch, Yeti, Mothman, Phantom. We'll kick Phantom cats out because those are already technically real. Uh, Mongolian deathworm, Thunderbirds, the Mokle Membe, Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, Loch Ness monster, Kraken, and Baramanu. And the Baramanu is basically like a um, African version of Sasquatch, which the same thing Yeti is a is like a um, I call him a snow squatch. Ver- yeah, snow squatch is a snow version Sam- of yeah Sasquatch. Anybody have the, the Sam Squanch? <laughs> 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 that was it. I um Man Bear Pig. <laughs> half Ooh. man, half bear, half pig. Man Bear Pig. That's a good cryptid. I mean, Here, I'm gonna put looking these. at the list alone, the two that make the most sense that could be real uh, are Jersey Devil and Chupacabra because they, they already assume that those yeah. are just wild dogs that they haven't been able to like, catch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to Google what the Mongolian death worm is, but I hope it's a fucking graboid. Set it on fire. Set it on fire. Hey, That would be awesome. 
The hey, Mongolian, I... wait, wait. The Mongolian death worm is Please don't put found it on the screen. In, no, is found to be in the vast Gobi Desert of Asia. The animal is said to be red in color and to measure anywhere from two to five feet in length. The Mongolian death worm is also known as, not going to say that, um, or intestine worm because of its similarity to that found in the intestine of cows. Gross. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate Although, it. I do think that could probably be real too now. So, I mean, like, those three are the ones that make the most sense. And I, of course, Loch Ness Monster, we've already proven to be real because it keeps asking for th- for tree fitting. <laughs> I agree with you about the chupacabra. I feel like uh-huh. it's so evolutionarily close to like a dingo or just like it's so much. It's so probable that there was just like a weird evolutionary like like left turn that like it could be something that we just don't see a lot of. Um, I, I just... Well- uh, I uh, actually the I was gonna say chupacabra too because it could really in some of the descriptions and a lot of the descriptions that are like less crazy descriptions of it could just be a dog that has mange and rabies pretty much. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't die. Like that's the thing about yeah. it is because they always see like the same or very close to the same description every single time. So I think that that if it is actually a dog with rabies then it's then it disproves a chupacabra because it's not a chupacabra at that point. I'm I think it fucking would... look up thunderbirds now because just says they're real and I'm terrified for this. Oh, thunderbirds are cool and thunderbirds are tied to the Mothman. Thunderbirds are go while we're at it. So thunderbirds <laughs> thunderbirds are just giant birds. They're just like big birds. Yeah, uh, it's a blanket term. Wait, it's a very blanket term for impossibly large birds are frequently seen in North America and Europe and Asia, uh, also known as rocks. Um, they're meant to have wings as large as 14 feet. I'm laughing so hard because I looked up Thunderbirds and the first thing that came up was Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for that. <laughs> Thank you, phone. You know me so well. I feel like Thunderbirds have a ton of really beautiful like folklore about like being able to like um, predict like events. Like you see Thunderbirds before events happen, which is tied into Mothman and what the Mothman sightings are. And then there's like Thunderbirds are said to like be able to influence like weather patterns and all different kinds of things. And I just think it, it's there to me. That is also like I would say that would be probably be my second choice because like birds this is gonna sound so stupid. Birds can literally fly wherever they want. Yeah. So like if it's like this fourteen foot bird who <laughs> that at this at this elevation that we aren't reaching somewhere where we can't get to, there's just like a colony of humongous birds that are, you know, the evolutionary descendants of what natives called thunderbirds or indigenous yeah. called thunderbirds and there's been thunderbirds sightings all over the world hey so john be- how big are they supposed to be what uh hey john uh mongolian death worm oh, oh i fucking hate you <laughs> hang on oh my oh god oh wait that's just a fucking worm. that's just a bobbit worm that's a real thing <laughs> that's that's got Tim Burton had that looks like some Tim Burton bullshit is what that looks like. I mean, are we just that, that's we're not gonna give Tim Burton a pass though, right? We're not what? gonna give him a pass? What? Wait, why? What's wrong with Tim Burton? I I said we're just not gonna give him a pass though. 
I, I mean, it, he oh, definitely- It came up a second time on my actual YouTube and I don't like it. <laughs> um, John, so- have you ever seen a bobbit worm? I, Ryan, I don't want to see a bobbit worm. I just saw a red rocket coming from the earth and I'm thinking I'm going to get fucked up. No. What, what about a Lorena bobbit worm? I don't, is, is that a pun? It's a pun, it's Lorena bobbit's the one that cut her husband's dick off because he cheated on her and she cut it off and threw it out the window and then they found it and sewed it back on. And There's then a he weird did, Al song for that. And then he did porn. And then he did porn. I'm not kidding. That's These a great all- ending to that story. And then he did porn. <laughs> the ending to the story. That's the end. That's the last important part about that story is that he did porn. No. You imagine that being like, I'm gonna like, I honestly, personal opinion. Someone cut my dick off, and then it somehow got sewed back on, and it somehow still worked. I would 100% do porn. 100%. I mean, at least that's a story to tell people at a bar or something like that. No, my my dick got cut off, and it's back. Does it work still? Yeah, I I do a porn. (laughs) Yeah, I do porn. I don't don't like this at all. Let's get back on track. Oh my god, this is terrible. Okay, so, so remember the song "Detachable Penis"? No, detachable. Yes. <laughs> so wait. So. I'm I'm ruining everything. Uh, okay, so so wh- which one did we think is is the most likely to be real? Is the the, 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 the puppy dog ones? The chupacabra. What, what about the Loch Ness monster? You already know it's real. It keeps asking one one black guy for three dollars and fifty cents. I don't know. I just feel like I uh, the 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 equipment, the level of equipment that we have. I feel like we should have we should have been able to like. I don't know. There's there's cameras everywhere now. We're in sure. the we're yeah. we're in the age of Big Brother. Basically, this is 1984. If there was sites, it's actually 2020, but. People are posting every picture of every meal they have. Like, there's, there should be some sighting of something, and we don't yeah. have it. So I feel like for that reason, I'm like, mm. yeah. But don't forget, we Especially also with the technology of everything is fake as well. Yeah. Because everyone decides to Photoshop everything. Right. Especially so- the size of the creature that's being described and. The fact that it's basically what they're saying it is a plesiosaur is a um, it is a uh, it is a carnivore. The actual dinosaur that they think it is. Um, there would have been a sighting, like a real sighting by now. Yeah, like, so- there's 100% no way that it could exist. So, so the um, um, the other one that's also kind of like that, and I, I know you guys probably don't know. Do you know what the Mokle Membe is? It's from the the Congo River. So oh, this is dinosaur. That's Congo's yeah. dinosaur. Yeah, this right? this yeah. is the Mokle Membe. It's it's well, a brontosaurus. Okay, wait ten seconds for it to come <laughs> up on YouTube. Yeah, so so it's a brontosaurus. It's basically just. So it's kind of the same thing that they say the Loch Ness Monster is. It's just a, a dinosaur that didn't die off. And this is kind of the same thing. It's it's the Congo River's brontosaurus creature thing. Meanwhile, there's that one band who's like, boom, boom, shakalaka, boom, boom. And he's like, open the door, get on the floor. Everybody watch the dinosaur. 
Nice. Yeah, I, I, could, I could fuck with that. I can hang out with him. So the other question that I have is uh, the most famous, I think, cryptid as far as everyone around the country would probably know um, is probably Bigfoot. Do you guys agree <laughs> with that? That's probably the most famous one. I, so I, I would think, say so. I think if you, there could be like a three-way tie on this one. Uh, and that would be um, like Trooper Cabra. I'm actually going to lump Bigfoot and Yeti together. Yep. Yeah. Um, right. Only because I have always used them like interchangeably. And then, of course, Loch Ness Monster. And that's solely because, you know, uh, it's got such that following plus uh, South Park, you know, added to it a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, so if Bigfoot is real, uh, why? And we make the assumption that Bigfoot is real. Why do you think it would not have been recorded by now? Like, can you because think of any excuses? That- I don't. I don't think it's that Bigfoot is a bad picture taker. I think that he's just always blurry. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just his power. He just has the power. Exactly. The power of blurriness. Thank you, Mitch Hedberg. So okay, so I this is one of the so one of the biggest parts about one of the biggest parts of the cryptozoology museum in Portland was um, they had a huge um, section about Bigfoot and Yeti, Sasquatch, whatever those you know those bipedal monsters are called. I Justin, I just sent you pictures of me with um, a couple of the creatures from that museum, um, and one of them was with uh, Bigfoot. So they there was a ton of information about like sightings. And like they had a ton of like foot castings and stuff like that. And so, what what I think it actually is, I I feel like it's. You, have you ever seen that video of the bear standing on two feet walking? Yes. Yeah. Bear do this weird thing where they stand up on two feet and they walk. They go bipedal for a little while, and I feel like when it comes to like the Yeti, it may have been like a polar bear walking on two feet or like if it was the, you know, Bigfoot, maybe it was, Oh yeah, that's me. And that's me and my dude. So that's at the museum. That's one of the few places where you can take the picture. And then in the background, you can see the Silocamp, which is that big blue bird. And the skeleton in the back is supposedly one, um, uh, like a rendition of like a giant, skeleton that they found or something like that i don't know there's also like so bigfoot is and yeti are also tied into like possibly being um uh like an offshoot of the hominid as like giants um and i don't know i don't know how i feel about it because i i feel like there's a ton of evidence not evidence there's just a ton of like casting there's a ton of foot castings and a lot of scientific investigative work has gone into this. But like, again, there should have been a, f- everybody has a GoPro. Yeah. Everybody has a fucking phone. There should be more sightings and we're not seeing, unless like everything else, humans have ravaged the population of Bigfoots because of the way that we treat the planet and they're maybe dying off. I mean, I have two theories. Magic. Well, uh, that's obvious. That's always a theory. The first one is actually based in video game lore from Red Dead Redemption 1. When uh, in the Undead Nightmare, you actually have like a whole quest to go hunting Sasquatches because they eat babies. Uh, So then you finally come up to the very last Sasquatch and it can talk for some reason because why not? Uh, And you find out that, no, they just eat berries and then it died off. Uh, Two 
is uh, my other favorite idea in life because uh, uh, I like to think that maybe they are from a different astral plane where they can get like, I don't know, a bracelet or a wristwatch or a necklace and they have a human form now. And when they take uh, it off, they revert to their cryptid form, i.e. Uh, nice, John. The Adventure yeah, Zone. Nice. Um, uh, fuck, what was that second arc they just did? Um, the school one? They just did? The, the one that the, no. the second one that you're, Griffin DM Amnesty Amnesty thank you Amnesty which took place in West Virginia yes yep. that is a I like I like the second theory because it's just so cuckoo bananas and it's also Macro McElboy bases you have decided to love yes I I love the, every McElboy um yeah um uh, I, I really subscribe to the whole that it's probably just. Uh, bears standing on their front two feet because yeah. I mean like almost every single place that has a like oh we have a Sasquatch kind of thing even different countries and stuff they have fucking bears and they all stand <laughs> up mm. yeah no um, definitely black bears do it brown bears do it Kodiak bear, bears do it polar bears Grizzlies. do it so, yeah. so out of out of these top twelve, the only one that I can see up there that the most ridiculous. Well, do you guys want to take a guess what the most ridiculous one, at least in my opinion, is? At least Ooh, hang on, let me look back at the thing. <laughs> uh, hmm. I I mean, I didn't Google what the Barmanow is, so I'm not gonna. Barmanow is a big hairy one, and it inhabits. It's basically um, it's basically a big um, ape. It's it's in okay. like a human. Like I said, it's it's basically um, Asia or not Asia. Well, uh, then that leaves the Mokaloi Mabimbam. Mokaloi, my brother, my brother, and me. No, that that the Mokaloi Mabembe is the um, is the giant dinosaur. Oh, I'm totally cool with that. That's totally. I could fuck with him. I think the Kraken. I think the Kraken sounds ridiculous. Really, over the Jersey Devil. No, because the Jersey Devil, like I said, is like another dog. Oh, no, this is the Jersey Devil. Oh, God, I'm going to be scared. Oh, God, I don't like what's going to happen. The Jersey Devil is not a dog. The Jersey like, Devil ah. is, is like a goat bat thing. It looks, <laughs> it looks cute. It looks like Baphomet. Hey, minus hey you know what? I don't like Jersey Devils. <laughs> nope. John, Folks I at feel- home, you're about to see me be scared. <laughs> Be, that could be so many different things. That could be like a moose. That could be like a, there's so many different animals that look re- kind of similar to that, like a goat with a weird shadow. You mean Satan? <laughs> Fucking New- okay, listen. If it's in New Jersey, who knows what people are doing? <laughs> yeah. like, New Jersey. Do you guys Wait, remember? So it's a Snooky? Do you guys are making Bang Bang? Bitch, are you a fucking hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when people were making Jenkum when they were like huffing their own poop fumes? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? No. I, I remember the puke poop right, fumes. Okay. I don't remember there, that. There was people that there was a there was I don't know a few years back there was like this this someone brought it to my attention that there's this thing called Jenkum and it's essentially you poop. In a it's in a receptacle, and you put a bag over it, and then you, when the fumes fill the bag, you huff the fumes and get high. And I feel like that is what people were doing when they saw, and they were like, "It was the Jersey Devil. It had wings and a that just seems like Jenkum brain to me." And it's New Jersey, so 
The arm I, did, a... I didn't rob that store. It was the Jersey Devil. I swear, I saw it. I ran in there. It got wings and had, had horns and yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm I'm keeping an eye on the chat, and Jess just told us to look up a squonk. I want you to picture just like a a sadder Eeyore with more rolls and way more pimples all over its body. A squonk. A squonk. Yes. It's just. <laughs> It's just, like, an, it's just reject. always sad. Yeah. Reject Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> reject Pokemon. <laughs> Justin, oh have you turned God. invisible? What? Have you turned invisible? Are you a wizard? No, I had to go fix my green screen. Uh, I don't have a thing for it right now, so. A green screen? Damn, you fucking fancy bitch. Oh, God damn it. It got fucked up again. It looks fine. <sighs> You're doing, you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing great. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Give it up. Can I talk about my my butthole, my butthole organ chaser? I, mm. What? I guess. <laughs> okay, cool. So, okay. So this is one of my pieces of art that I have on the wall. And so this is also in the Museum of Cryptozoology. This is a, a Kappa, which is a, a Japanese water demon. And it is based on like, so they think that like the sightings of them were based on like giant aquatic turtles and like, uh, you know, different other aquatic animals. But so the, the folklore around them is that they will chase people and like that there's this mythical organ inside your butthole that the capital wants. And it'll like wait till you're like bent over and like climb up your bum and take, it's like where your soul, where like your essence, your chi is kept in, and it happens to be inside your butthole. So it just wants to eat my chi. Yeah, it wants to eat the booty lick. It wants to eat my ass cheese. Yeah, it wants to, it wants to. It wants to lick my shitter like it's an apple fritter. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So it's got also got this like little dish. It's like a little concave part of its head, and there's it has water. It keeps water in it. And if for some reason they love to wrestle, and if for some reason um, you get them to spill the water out of their head, they can't sit back up again. So until, it's a mobile douche. So yeah. So someone yes, until someone refills it, and if you refill the water of the kappa, it'll then serve you. It'll like Ooh. be. So this is my, f I love this. And I also have a black cat. And so I, I, I had to have this piece of artwork. So that's my favorite, like, I think that's my favorite, like Eastern culture cryptid. Um, but yeah, so they think that the Kappa was based on like um, giant aquatic turtles. Yeah! Teenage also Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You nailed it on the head. That's what, this is the cryptid that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were formed after. That's what TMNT is is based on, is a kappa. Nice. You nailed it. I win. You do win. <laughs> this one on screen looks like someone else just found something up its butthole. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looks like the most unpleasant creature to have up your butthole. Of all my the God. things I want up can, my butthole, that is the can, last one. Can you one. imagine one of those those claws? <laughs> it just like The webbed claws <laughs> pulling at your butt cheeks? God, no. Oh, Justin, make it go away. <laughs> Just slithering a little claw finger up your booty. Nice. And the yeah. reason why it has the divot in the head is so when you poop, it just lands in it. Okay, yeah, so exactly. that's how we refill it. Okay. So yeah. we're, we're going to go around and we're going to, uh, what I asked you to come up with, um, You this is make your own cryptid time. And we're going to uh, 
go around and talk about the cryptids that we thought up. And, you know, most of us, except for Val, I don't know if you've ever played D&D, Val, but most of us play D&D, so I'm pretty sure that we can kind of um, copyright something off of a D&D book in our head and pass it off as our own. So. <laughs> D and D, but I feel like when I tell people that, they're very surprised. <laughs> well, you, you should definitely play with us one time, Val, because I think you'd be good at it. Um, yeah. So, who wants to go first? Who's got who's got a cryptid for us? I mean, I guess I'll go first. Okay. So it's it actually is based on a lot of creatures uh, and cryptids that we have talked about. Um, I mentioned earlier how the Flatwoods monster is my absolute favorite, you know, because it's got that like extraterrestrial like vibe, uh, uh, kind of like floats through the air, terrifying. But then I also decided like, what would be the scariest thing that it could do? And to me, the scariest thing that any cryptid can do is like either teleport or go invisible. And I started thinking about like, well, what can teleport? Well, pretty much any thing from science fiction that you know you, you think about what can go invisible and i can i realize the uh that monster or like the the entity from it follows ah. like you don't see it until it's like right upon you so like and then it just kills you um that's absolutely like for me the scariest thing is the unknown not knowing when it's there. So like, even if you're standing in water and you can see the footprints coming at you, like that's only so good for so long. But the other thing is like, you you can barricade your house to be as safe as you think it is. Plot twist, it's in your house now and you can't get out. Like those are the two scariest things that any cryptid can do. It doesn't matter to me what it looks like. It's what it can do. So. So that's what you would be? Yeah, that's absolutely the scariest thing that a cryptid could be, is just invisible or able to teleport. Okay. All right, sorry. I've been talking all the whole time. (laughs) All right. So I created this creature, but it's probably done somewhere else as well. But when I did this, it was a few years ago before I even knew what cryptids were or anything of the sort. So I thought of a black dog about, I don't know, about eight feet tall. Its tail was a cobra, uh, is a cobra snake. And uh, it has red eyes and its ability was, it was able to go into shadows. So it hunted in the dark or in broad daylight, it will follow you wherever you go because it's always in your shadow. So the Vastra, Vastra, uh, God damn it! What the fuck are they called? Uh, Vastra Narada from Doctor Who, shadow creatures that use. Uh, or or that fucking ninja from Naruto. That or that fucking ninja from Heart Naruto. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm thinking of is there was. You guys remember that old, not old, but I mean like old for us. Uh, early 2000s, the Johnny Quest TV show. Yes. But like when he was a teenager, there was an episode where it was like an Asian protagonist or antagonist, I'm going to call him. And his thing was like, he could do like a shadow puppet thing and like make a shadow puppet monster come out. Maybe that's where I got it from. Oh my God, it's terrifying. 
The other thing, Steve, I was thinking of is uh, it reminds me a lot of the Night Stalker from Fallout New Vegas. Does it really? Yep. The Night Stalker was like a coyote or like a wolf with like a snake head and it like had a rattlesnake tail. Huh. The, the beast, uh, my beast has Justin, the tail please don't is... put it on the background. I'm begging you, please don't put a Night Stalker on the background. That's I'm my not. least favorite. Oh, thank God. Oh. No, I, I have a picture to go along with mine. Oh, That's God. Steve is saying, uh, Steve is saying that chupacabras have already been discovered, that they're not cryptids anymore, they're actual, they've actually been discovered. I just saw that. So maybe they are, maybe we were all correct in our assumption that chupacabras would be discoverable, easily discoverable. Wait, who? What, my boss, my boss Steve that said that it's real. legit. Oh yeah, yeah, John, John and I, Steve. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's but the guy who in credit in Korea, uh, created this drink that I'm currently drinking. Okay. My my Jap my my Jap quarry. Hi oh, Steve. That's a bad name. Hi Steve. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to my favorite Martian. <laughs> well, hello. Hey, just uh, for the record, in chat, somebody agrees with me that the um, uh, Night Stalker was awful. So <laughs> nice. Um, so, all right. Uh, are you, do you want to go? Sure. Um, so, so mine is, I don't have a name for it, but mine is a, uh, human like creature that has hair and it's like, uh, blubbery. It's made out of like ooze and it, it hides under the, um, it hides in your garbage and comes out <laughs> and, and steals things from you. It's where everything, all the hidden stuff goes. You just described me. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this this photo is courtesy of scary to- stories to tell in the dark, but that's what I imagine it looks like. Oh my gosh! Did you guys see that movie? That that is like that was the creepiest part of that movie was that thing. Yeah, the scene where they're like standing in the hallway and that fucking thing. It looks just like it too. They managed to bring that right to life. Yeah. The worst part is as soon as you take this away, I'm gonna have it on my fucking TV screen right there. Oh my god, it's beautiful. <laughs> Justin, you're beautiful as a cryptid. Justin, do you do you watch Robot Chats there again? Do you watch Robot Chicken, right? Yeah. We ever see there was an episode where like there was a booger monster who comes out of the kid's nose and like does I have God, the I, movie version. Oh yeah, there's me. <laughs> it's just me. When I wake up in the morning and have no makeup on, that's what I look like. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie version. Stop. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh yeah, God. there's the there's the booger monster from Robot Chicken that like the cat tries to protect the family from just ends up like beating the shit out of the child so they kick the cat out of the house. Like, get the fuck out! <laughs> oh, it's yeah. back. Oh, oh I, hate, I hate this so much. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go next. Okay. All right, I the person that the cryptid I came up with is called the Lulu. Shocker. Does it sell uh, leggings? No, because my middle name's Louise. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank God it's gone. Um, so Lulu is amphibious um, and dwells between the ocean and the forest. Um, so sightings of uh, Lulu are seen either like the places where like the ocean meets like a forest area. Um, Lulu's purple with green sparkly scales and purple hair. It's really- so pretty. I know. Um, so... Uh, Lulu has big antlers that come off of their he- off of its head. Um, it's said to have um, harnessed the power of 
nature's growth and has like from its footsteps flowers grow um so whenever you see like patches of flowers that look like um footprints it said that that's where the lulu has walked um if you see a lulu and you don't feed it it'll scream at you and if you feed it it'll protect you whenever you're swimming in the ocean or when you're hiking through the forest so that's the lulu did you recently watch princess mononoke yeah that's kind of what i was feeling (laughs) No, I've actually never seen that movie. This is just like based on things about me that I really like. So if we don't feed you, you're gonna scream at us. I mean, that's usually what happens. If I if I'm hungry and don't wait, is that why you and I are so good friends? Because I fed you pizza that one time. Wait, no, no, no. That's that's not Princess Mononoke. What that's making me think of is not Princess Mononoke. It's making me think of Spirited Away. Yes, so that's kind of me. It's just like a vacuous hole where you just put all of the food. Well, yes. No, uh, I highly recommend recommend Princess Mononoke. Um, there is the spirit of the woods of the wilds uh, uh-huh. in that mo- in that movie, and it's kind of a deer with a sort of human face. Um, mm, cool. It looks kind of fucked up, but it's kind of cool at the same time. It could walk on water. Is one hell of a drug. Nature, um, and it, it, it walks on water. Walks, wherever it walks, it creates yeah. flowers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta I watch the movie. It. I was and just then, thinking, like things that I wish could happen to me if I was a magical being. It, it's shape. It also changes shape when it becomes nighttime out. Oh, cool. So it changes with day and night. Yeah. Oh, neat. Okay, so I guess that, like, maybe Lulu is in the folklore of that thing. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There it is. There he is. Uh, See, if that thing was purple, I'd be sold. (laughs) (laughs) Very good movie. Yes. And there we go. (laughs) it's, It's my turn. Oh, God. I was thinking about it. So I was thinking about a cryptid that I I could like kind of sort of believe in. You ever you ever like walk into a room or like quickly see something out of the corner of your eye, Ugh. and it turns out that it was like especially if you're going past a closet or something, Ugh. like it just turns out that it's just things are like arranged in a way that your like mind like quickly thinks that something's there but when you really look at it nothing's actually there it was just in a weird shape yeah Yeah. how about that a cryptid that's called the hidden ones they move around you named yours i named mine yeah but you named yours after yourself (laughs) um they move around similar to ghosts um but they can only be seen by those who know what they really truly are. Otherwise, they, when they move, they act as like in your peripheral vision. And they're not there to kill people unless, uh, uh, you know. I, I, Ryan, you're literally describing shadow people. There you go, shadow people. And uh, again, thank you, Jess, for just knowing. Uh, we should really have Jess on this podcast for this trio, and then again the yeah. next trio because she is literally a Jill of all trades right now. 
He's been coming in hot with all of the with all of the cryptid stuff. Just download Zoom on like your laptop or something that you can easily Cellular. chat with us for about an hour with. Uh, uh, Bless you. Blessings. Okay. Anybody else have to go? Uh, I think we all went, right? I think it's just yep. you, actually. I already went. No, he went. Did you play again? The scary. Oh yeah, no, no, don't put it back up. (laughs) Put it back up, Justin. Put it back up. Make him stare at it the whole time. We're doing recommendations. I'll I'll just turn the TV off. I'm so mad at you. Okay, so so we've come to uh, basically the end. So it is that time again. I'm gonna fill the void while you get the recommendation soundbite. Oh wait. Uh, I see what happened. Proud of you. I kicked myself off. Double proud of you. Because I started sharing. Oh, hey, while while you're doing that, why don't we go ahead? I got it. Wait, wait. It's 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 that time again, people. What time is it? Ladies and gentlemen, it is recommendation time. Okay. Hey. Recommendation time, people. Uh, who wants to kick us off? I actually have two tonight, so but I will go um, after someone who wants to kick us off. Um, I gotta grab something real quick, but otherwise, I'll go third ish. Okay, right, I'll, I'll kick right. it off. I'll kick it off. Okay, I got two. Two. Um, I've been drinking kombucha tonight, um, and this is the blueberry kombucha from the Urban Farm Fermentary in Portland. Um, that place was delicious. It was really good price, really good. They have kombucha, hard cider, June, mead, all different kinds of fermented deliciousness. Um, check them out if you're ever in Portland. And then this book, if you if you're um, if you live in Massachusetts, if you live in New England, this is kind of cool. Um, so Lauren Coleman is a cryptozoologist, which is like su- who's super well known around the country. He um, helped found the Cryptozoology Museum. He found helped found the crypto international cryptozoology conferences that happen in Portland every year. Um, and so he wrote a bunch of books. Um, called like monsters of Massachusetts or monsters of Connecticut or, you know, whatever state. Um, and I definitely re- recommend if you like cryptozoology to check out if he's written a book about the cryptids in your state. Um, this is where I got all of my information or m- most of my, um, information that I talked about today about the, Do- the Dover demon and a little bit about the Bridgewater triangle. Very cool. Nice. I could go next. My new headphones, they're great. <laughs> um, uh, it's probably terrible pictures of them. Uh, I'm now using Corsair HS60 Pros. Um, I really love them. They're extremely comfortable. Um, the actual sound quality on them is pretty excellent. Uh, they're not, I got them for 60 bucks. Um, which isn't terrible compared to like higher end things. Um, they have some really fun, cool features is they have a removable he- uh, microphone. Uh, they have several different ports, output, output, output input ports, uh, including one that I could use them on my phone, 
which is pretty great for gaming headphones. You don't need a um, you don't need a USB for it. You could actually use it on your phone. Um, they also have features like a mute button and volume control on the actual headset that you could use. Um, and they are extremely comfortable and they feel very um, very stable. They don't feel like they're like they don't feel cheap. They feel very well made. Um, I'm pretty sure the whole back piece is one piece of aluminum. Um, very good headphones. I, I tend to like things. They sound pretty good too. Yeah. So I did notice a difference when you were on to like, they, they do sound a lot better. So it must be a good, good condenser mic. Awesome. Yeah. That makes me happy. So, all right, that's me. Yeah. Very nice. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll go second. Yeah. Why not? I'll go second. So I am third. third. Okay. Sorry. Third, whatever. Math Uh, is hard. Yes. Math is hard. So I have, um, a video game and a TV show to recommend. Um, so the TV show I've watched the first six episodes, I think of it. Uh, if you're a Star Trek fan, um, Star Trek lower decks is pretty fucking great. Um, I did not know what to think of it going into it. It's a cartoon about Star Trek, um, but it's basically showing the background players because all of the Star Trek uh, TV shows always show you like the prime members of the crew and like the weird fucking shit that happens to them. But this is kind of showing you the background players and what happens on the rest of the ship. And I love that. Yeah, and it, it makes fun of or pokes fun at some of like the things that happened. Like there, there's a character that's basically well, Riker is actually in the show later on, but there's like a Riker type character, and it it talks about like how he just fucks whatever he can, um, like that kind of stuff. Q's on it. Q like fucks with them at some point. I sent Ryan a clip of Q fucking with them, um, but it, it's just really nice as a Star Trek fan to, to see like a show that shows you like the other guys and like a comedic kind of thing like it shows you what happens on the ship and the the prime like commanders always take credit for what they do when they shouldn't and you know it's kind of like that thing where you watch voyager and it's like they always congratulate like the whenever they have those parties that they congratulate them for doing something it's always like 20 people in the room when the the crew is like 150 people so it's kind of like that it's like it's like there's these background people that are actually the real players that do the things on the ship and I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny to say the uh, game recommendation I have is journey to the savage planet. Um, it is an amazing game that I have not been able to put down. I bought it on the switch cause I don't have a PC that can play it, but I highly recommend you buy it on PC cause the switch cannot handle it as well as it should be handled. Um, it plays they pretty actually, well. They said the same thing on the besties just recently. Yeah, it's it like they bought well. it on Switch just because they didn't have a PC that could run it, and it's fine, yeah. but it's fine. You can notice things like enemies in the distance are very choppy, their animation isn't that great, the draw distance is not that great. They did, they had to cut down a lot of stuff for it to play on the Switch, but the game plays it awesome. Like, I love the actual gameplay, but I highly recommend if you have a PC that can play it, buy it on a PC because it's a gorgeous game that I'm sure in you know the high graphics looks amazing so those are my two recommendations journey to the savage planet and star trek lower decks that's me 
Who's left? Go ahead, Riff. Riff. All right. <clears throat> well, I got two as well because I'm that guy. Uh, first one, just real quick. Uh, I've mentioned before, but Deus Fault Minis. Uh, love them. Uh, very easy to put together. The quality looks awesome. I've shown Ryan these like so many times, but little Templar guys that I'm building right now. Um, you know, they're they're going to be for, you know, uh, one of my uh, Warlord Games armies. Um, but the other one that I highly recommend is if you are a person who enjoys funny TikToks or people who can like do the lip sync really well, uh, go on to TikTok or whatever and find yourself Sing Natra, and she's actually watching right now down below. Um, sweetest human being in the world. Um, I cannot wait for you folks to actually meet her uh, on, on camera, but Jess, I adore you. You're such a good person, um, and your your content is wonderful for all to enjoy. So uh, she does post everything to her Instagram, which I'm not gonna put on blast and, until I find out that it's okay. But um, yeah, Sing Natra, and I think there's an underscore at the end or in between the two. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun for, for everybody to enjoy. Some adult content. No, there's not. I'm lying. <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> uh, so what's next week about? I forget. What are we, we doing? We skip Steve. It's okay. It's okay. Steve, wait. Steve, take your headphones off. Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're, you're good. Oh, he's gonna recommend a ceiling fan. Steve, is it? What's your recommendation? Is it Borderlands? It's Borderlands, isn't it? It's gotta be Borderlands. Come on, tell me it's Borderlands. I would love to, but actually, I was gonna do the Crocodile Hunter because ah, I've been in the face. It. <laughs> so wait, is, tell me, tell me more about this because you were watching this earlier. So this is a blast from the past. Uh, it's about Steve Irwin and his adventures uh, in America, in Australia, Madagascar. Uh, I am watching it on Hulu because it is on Hulu now. Oh wow! I I found this and I am going to be recommending people to watch this uh, because oh. he was the original oh. person to be kind to thy animal. And he talks about all different species. He he has his own, or uh, he had his own uh, place in Australia. Spoiler! Was, oh, well, he's been dead for what? Like fifteen years, I think. A while. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite a while. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I'm just picturing the episode of South Park. It's like, dude, we know it's a costume party, but you really can't come as dead Steve Irwin. Oh no, mate! I actually am Steve Irwin. Oh well, then, dude, no costume. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is, so, this the, is this the original show, the OG show, Crocodile Hunter? I believe it is because I'm watching the style of the camera work and everything, and it is old school camera work. So I believe this is uh, some of the original stuff that he did. Uh, I don't know if it's technically the first season because he came to America and I think the first season was not about him coming to America first, no. but I could also be really wrong on that. Uh, most of the seasons, as far as I remember, were focused on Australia or yeah. like traveling around. Right, but um, the first season, he comes to America with his wife. 
Terry? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry. Terry. Yeah. Uh, with his wife Terry because uh, it's his first time in America because he always lived out in the bush in uh, Australia. Australia. Or, yeah. So he always lived down under. So he came to America and it was amazing for him to see all the American animals and everything else. He's he's the original nature guy. In my eyes. No. Well, no. <laughs> Technically, David, David Attenborough. Attenborough is the original yeah. nature guy. Oh, Sorry, gee. Steve. So I love Steve that's Corbin. Wait, Jack wait, wait, wait. That's why I said in my eyes. Okay. In your eyes. <laughs> but I. It's Steve Irwin. Give, <laughs> give it a watch. Uh, rest in peace. And if everyone watches him, he might come back on Halloween because it is a full moon. Biggie Smalls. Okay. Does Steve Biggie Irwin smalls. appear Biggie on a smalls. full moon? On Halloween, he might. <laughs> Ooh. We got right. two full moons. That, guys, this is the best October. Minus it, I'm disassociating what's going on in the world. We get two full moons this October. And Halloween. And Halloween's on a Saturday. Oh, we canceled, Phil. No, yeah, not. Yeah, I'm gonna sit in my sit in my house and eat my weight in chocolate. <laughs> I figured I was just gonna sit outside and uh, wearing a mask and just throwing candy at cars. Yeah, get one of those like catapults that are like a get like a t-shirt gun and look. I was gonna say build a potato can and just hawk. That's kind of yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> but you only shoot candy corn at people. <laughs> but not like packaged candy corn, like legit just pieces of candy corn. So it's like grape shot. Just like I'm okay uh, with this. Yeah. Okay. Inter- anyway. Inter- Justin, take us out. So we are wrapping up. Final word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening or watching us. If you want to listen to us again or catch up any of our other episodes, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a handful of other podcast platforms. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, please let us know so I can work on getting us there. Our tag you can find us used to find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and more is 3EP Podcast. Our website which has just been relaunched is 3eppodcast.com. Please come check it out and visit our host page to learn a little bit about us, our social media page to see our most recent posts, or our recommendation page to hear more of our team's recommendations if they ever get around to giving me it. You only gave us this assignment like two days ago. Why you? And I'm the only one who's done it. I know, and I'm proud of you. Uh, Thank you. Yes, you're the only one that's done it, and you gave us Borderlands 2, you dick. That's why I called him out on it. I'm okay. You said give us a recommendation. I did yeah, that. Not the it's same not recommendation. No, not the same recommendation you gave us the very first fucking time we did recommendations on the podcast. We've gone off track I, again, Justin. Finish this out. We live stream our episodes almost every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, so follow us here, there, wherever. Please give us a like and most definitely comment so we know what you think about what we were doing or let us know if you have any questions for us. Join the uh, live if, chat. Yes, join the live chat. Uh, every Tuesday, 8 p.m. If they are listening to us on SoundCloud or Facebook or YouTube or any of the other platforms that support it, what did they do, Steve? Play Borderlands 2. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> thank you, John. You're Please welcome. also remember to check out our network at giveusashot.network. Again, that's giveusashot.network, where you can find our sister podcast as well as our T-shirts and other merchandise. Woo! Anybody have a final word for our listeners before we go? Yeah, I'm going to go look at kittens and make myself feel happy after this week's episode. 
The truth is out <laughs> we there. We scared John. Oh no no no! I have I have some final words. Be the yep. cryptid. Be the cryptid you wish to see in the world. Preferably nice. a kitten, <laughs> little tatty like cat. So I could go. Maybe a little hide orange pumpkin can... kitty. So. Yeah, go hide. Go hide in the closet, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone awesome. watching. That's Bye. it for this week. Aw, Maine Coon.